And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday night right here down in good old Alabama. Alabama. And that means you're listening to Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am Matt Lasseter. I'm I'm Nope. I'm I'm, not an, I'm, it. I'm I'm no, I'm anticipating it. It's not, not You're not gonna fool me with it. <laughs> you're not getting it. You're not gonna fool me with it. You're not getting I'm sorry. It's it's not you, happening. You're not gonna sneak attack me. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. No, no. I will. What what why why are you saying it like that? Why am I saying what what way? <laughs> <laughs> As we always do at the start of every show, we want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. Yep, that one. Should we talk football Friday? I mean, we can. I mean, there's not much to talk about. No, not really. All right, we won't talk about it. Well, that was quick. (laughs) Hey, I got two words for you. What's that? Not guilty. Not guilty. On all charges. Hey, I got one word for you. What? Acquitted. Oh, that's a, that's like a 50 cent word. I know, right? You had to look that one up? No, no, no. Hurt no. your head? No, 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 no. Had to sound it out? No, 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 no. Are you sure? No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, you buy. <laughs> you, you buy. You buy. No. Canceled. <laughs> no, no. What's self defense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you die. You die. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. That yeah. one. Yep. Canceled. Yep. yep. <laughs> and good night, everybody. Yeah, that's it from uh, Fort Payne, Alabama. Oh yeah, not guilty. I mean, I saw it coming. Come on. I mean, Ray Charles could have seen it coming. Maybe not. <laughs> but he would have heard some shit. <laughs> Definitely would have heard some shit. Okay, maybe not Ray Charles because he's dead. Stevie Wonder could have seen it coming. I still think he only hears it. Yeah, Stevie Wonder would have seen it. I don't know. I mean, it was pretty much cut and dry. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. And, you know, foregoing the fact that you know, someone, I'm not going to say who, but he knows who he is if he's listening. Um, told me this interesting theory the other day. Ooh, because I was I was pretty convinced the prosecutor was just a fucking idiot. No, he's not. A, well, yeah, <laughs> just not an idiot in the way you thought. Yeah, I was I was pretty convinced that the uh, old old uh, was it top, Banger Banger or Kraus? There was two of them. Banger. Okay, yeah. the, the lead prosecutor. They're they're both fucking stupid. Yeah, they are. I could have tried that case better. Um, no, the theory that he gave me was maybe the prosecution didn't want to take the case and intentionally mucked it up. Um, that would have been plausible had they not done so much underhanded shit that they tried not to get caught doing. Yeah, yeah. Um. I almost believed the theory until I saw what Binger did in the courtroom with the AR-15. Uh, damn that. Like, and also his explanation of how ammunition works. Uh, that's just idiocy. Like, Yeah. My nine-year-old knows that hollow points don't explode. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, you know, once I saw all of that, I was like, okay, yeah, no, the prosecutor's just an idiot. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you know, foregoing everything the prosecution fucked up, which was pretty much everything. Damn near everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, their uh, their key witness, Gage Grosskreutz, or Grosskreutz. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Uh, the uh, the Kenosha quick draw second place. <laughs> yeah, he definitely <laughs> came in second. Um, you know. Putting him on the stand to testify and then being cross-examined by the defense and the defense getting him to admit on the stand that he drew his gun first against Kyle and that's when Kyle shot him. Yeah, not a good look for... No. Not, not a good and look. I mean, you could see once, once he admits and you see the camera hand back over to where the attorneys are sitting at. You see Krause just... Hanging his head down. It's like, ah, shit. Dude, the only thing that was missing was, like, one of the defense attorneys just jump up and be like, got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> we, we were missing that one. Yep, yep. Um, <coughs> yeah, no, everything the prosecution fucked up. And then, of course, there was the whole debacle. debacle. Yeah. yeah, the debacle. The debacle. <laughs> The debacle. The debacle over the uh, the drone video footage. Yeah, that was... Oh, you know, Jesus while Christ. the jury was in deliberation, that the, the, the jury broke for deliberation on Monday of this week. Yep. This came up on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, they'd already been in deliberation for a minute. That, which, by the way, you, you lost the under on that. Well, I mean, leave it to me to pick the under on the only jury that couldn't go... Oh, well, yeah. I see what you're saying. It was self-defense. Yeah. Um, and I, th- that, I thought that was a pretty safe bet. Well, okay. My thing is, I'm glad they took as long as they did. Yeah. Because now, if they had went into the, <coughs> the deliberation and came back two hours later and been like, not guilty of all charges... Everybody would have lost their mind. You didn't even think about it. Bullshit like that. Not, they spent four days in deliberation. Yeah. You can't say they didn't think about it. You can't say they didn't go over the evidence. They went over everything. Yeah. With a fine-tooth comb. To include this video. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, this drone video. This drone video is... So, uh, the first thing, the, the defense was requesting their second mistrial over this drone video footage because the video file that the defense had of this was an altered video. Yeah, they uh, cropped it and compressed it Yes, to it a was, lower resolution. Yes, it was a much lower resolution. It was like 420. Two, yeah, like 420p or 440p, whatever it is, versus 1080p that the prosecution had. Dude, the resolution on the prosecution's if they hadn't cropped it, would have been like nineteen twelve by ten eighty. Yeah, they cropped it down, and it was still like nineteen something by eight twelve. Yeah, um, very 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 high resolution video that the prosecution had, and the video file that the prosecution sent the defense was an altered compressed file with a different file name. With a different file name and. As one of the assistant uh, defense attorneys pointed out while they were go- excuse me, going over all this, the file that the prosecution had was dated and timestamped for yeah. this date and this time. Yep. 
the file that the defense received was dated and timestamped. Same date, but a timestamp 26 minutes later. Yeah. So that is a different file. Well, it just shows that they rendered it through a program. Mm-hmm. Crop some of the stuff out, which namely, I think all they really cropped out was the Fox News logo. Possibly. But uh, they cropped some of it. <laughs> they compressed it, lowered the resolution, and we're like, ha fuck them. Which, I mean, if the prosecution was going to show the exact same video file in high definition in court. Now, that, that's not what, that's not what was, that was not the play. They sent them that dog shit video hoping that the defense would look at it and go, you can't see shit on there. And then try not to build a case around it. We're not going to build a case around it. And even if they do show this dog shit video, you can't see nothing. And they were going to be like, okay, so they're not going to use the video. That means, oh, boom, slam dunk. We'll get them. And final, oh, man, we're going to drop this video. And they didn't realize that the defense was going to show that video. And then the defense showed the video, and they were like, oh, God damn it. Our video's more clear. We got to show it. And then the defense was like, your video is what the fuck? Yeah. Um, Now, someone throughout the trial, the prosecution was using their laptop to bring up files and everything to show the jury. Somebody went back, and in one of the file folders... They found a program called Hammerhead or... It's Handbrake. Handbrake. Yeah. There was two separate programs. Yeah. One was Handbrake. I can't remember the name of the other one. Well, the one that they looked at, Handbrake, that is a video altering software. Yeah. Used for uh, changing resolutions, compression, stuff like that. Now, the thing is, the defense is arguing... Or not the defense, the prosecution. Uh, the prosecution's argument is saying, uh, oh, well, uh, it's uh, because um, uh, it was emailed from an iPhone to an Android and Android compresses it. Well, I mean. If it was sent via SMS, yeah, I would agree with that. But one, why are you sending an SMS with that video file instead of an email? And two, Email doesn't compress between iPhone and Android like that. Well, no, because that's an email client to an email client. Yeah. It's a totally different thing. Yeah. But uh, I, the state had no case. No, they didn't. They they started the next day. Before the people that Kyle shot's bodies were cold they realized they didn't have a case. Yeah. They were like, we're going to bring charges. For what? Fuck, I don't know. Something. Yeah. Okay. And (laughs) already people are losing their fucking minds. Um, Even though the jury did take four days to deliberate and reach a verdict, people are still losing their, no, justice wasn't, (laughs) sir. My favorite one that I've seen so far, and I've seen it from a lot of people, well, if he was black, this wouldn't have happened. And if grasshoppers had machine guns, birds wouldn't fuck with them. He's not black. The three men that he shot were not black. This case had nothing to do with race. He's not a fucking white supremacist. But here's the thing. If he had been a black kid, 
I would still have called it self-defense. Yes. I don't care what color the motherfucker is. The media cares. If you try to beat someone with a skateboard, take their gun, and kick them in the head, and they shoot you in the fucking face, you earned that. Yeah. Sorry Play about Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I don't... He could have been white, black, or brown. I don't care. Or yellow. Or... Yeah, I forget. Sorry, Asians. Can't leave the Asians out, man. Sorry. Now you're being racist. Sorry, Asians. You're, you're being racist. Well, you're, they get everything else. Like, they play guitar really well and piano and just fucking math. Fucking math. Now you're just stereotyping. We have them for a reason. <laughs> it's not racist if it's true. Exactly. <laughs> Which I did. I, I know an Asian person that's not good at math, so. What is he good at? Literally everything else. <laughs> <laughs> fucking everything else. It's ridiculous. And th- but I also know an Asian guy that's f- phenomenal at math. It's ridiculous. Sucks at everything else. No. No, he's pretty good. Like, he's a good drummer, too. So, again, it's not racist if it's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's not racist. I mean, you know, one Asian being mad, bad at math, that's just anecdotal. <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 a, that's, that's, one, that's one case. What, what you doing there? Play where you fancy. My uh, my watch just decided to do its own thing there. It happens. So, um, yeah, you know, this whole case. And this, I actually learned this the other day. Um, you know, after Kyle went to jail and was uh, bailed out and everything, the pictures started coming around of him in the bar with his mother. Yeah. I hadn't paid any close attention to the pictures okay he's in a bar so what big deal he just got out of jail let him celebrate let him have his fucking virgin pink daiquiri or his fucking jack and coke hold the jack yeah except they don't have to hold the jack yeah exactly um there was one picture that i saw the other day that showed him in the bar with his mother holding a coors light in his hand and i was like wait a minute uh, wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> He's 17 in that picture. Yeah. And he's in a bar. One of two things is going on here. Either the law is being broken or they know the owner and the owner shut and locked the door. In which case the law is still being broken. But but no, there's a third possibility. It could have been Photoshopped. Could have also been Photoshopped. Yes. Um, No, was not Photoshopped. He was actually in a bar in Wisconsin with his mother holding a Coors Light in his hand. You know, another thing, another possibility, well, he could have just been, you know, watching the beer for somebody while they went to go fucking drain the main vein or some shit. In make sure hand? they don't get roofied. In his hand? I mean, make sure it doesn't get roofied. No. You never know. Yeah, yeah, no. Bars in Alabama, if you're under the age of fucking 21 and you try to touch a drink, they will shoot you in the face. If you're under the age of 21, you can't even walk into a bar. Shit. Okay, I'll refresh. You're not supposed to. That's better. <laughs> Dude, I've been going to bars since I was 16. So, but no, I found this out. It is actually a law in Wisconsin that a minor child under the age of 21 in Wisconsin is permitted to be served, possess, 
and consume alcoholic beverages as long as they are with a parent, legal guardian, or spouse who is of legal drinking age. Well, shit, that, where was that law when I was like 17? Right? Or younger. So, you know, the picture's going around of 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse in a bar holding a beer in his hand. Ooh, he's 17. He's breaking the law. In, in most jurisdictions, yes, but apparently in Wisconsin, as long as you're with a legal guardian or parent or spouse who's of legal drinking age, it's perfectly okay. Yeah, that, that yeah, we need that. Like when I was a kid, like where was I, I need that? I mean, we don't need it now. No, I, I need that retroactively. And I, I feel like I would have made better decisions if it had been <laughs> legal for me to drink. <laughs> And here's the thing about it. Apparently, according to what I read, there is no minimum age on that. So you just be like, nah, I'm fucking, I'm going to the bar. Mom. You could take Connor to a bar in Wisconsin and get, how old is he? Eight? No, he'll be 10 in April. A 10. You can get your 10-year-old son fucking wasted in Wisconsin. Well, it might be frowned upon. But I, I would assume it's frowned upon. <laughs> but, uh Yeah. I, that's that's a thing that I learned. Well, still not moving to Wisconsin. I mean, it's cold up there. It is like colder than it is here. Yeah, and it's pretty cold here. Yeah, it's uh, it's cold, but it ain't like Wisconsin cold. I don't know what the temperature was in Wisconsin, but uh, I know it was like forty degrees on my way over to your house this evening. My truck's at thirty six. One of our vehicles is lying. We'll question them later. Which one are we going to waterboard? Mm. Yours is easier to flip over. Mine's heavier. Pretty sure yours would be easier to flip over. No, see, mine's heavier. and We have less people. No, you see, I have a whole SUV. You have half an SUV. Yeah, uh... That still outweighs your whole SUV. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. Oh, he's, he's going to Google the weight of his, of his car. I am. What year is your truck? Uh, 2016. Mm. You know I'm going to Silverado or Sierra? Silverado. I can't afford a Sierra. What do you think? I'm yeah, which money? makes no sense. You know, GMC, everyone says, stands for generic made Chevrolet. No, that's the expensive <laughs> shit. I know, right? Oh. Uh. <laughs> All right. So, gross weight sixty nine hundred pounds. Yeah. Now add about three or four hundred for my brush card. Oh, hold on. We're just going off gross weight, not any extras. We'll get into the extras in a minute. It's not an extra if it's already there. It was bought that way. Nope, nope. Pathfinder, not Oathfinder. Oathfinder? <laughs> yeah, an Oathfinder. You're driving an Oathfinder, huh? <laughs> Take me to the Oath, uh. <laughs> Truth, Saya. Uh, uh, does he know? Does he know? He doesn't know. 6,000 pounds. Oh, got you by nine without the brush guard. Add the brush guard. I'm, a, I'm over seven. Yeah, but you add all the <laughs> shit that I got in my car, I'm pushing like 75. I doubt it. Maybe. <laughs> but I win again. 
You still lost the over-under on the bet. Oh, no. We suck again. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Yeah. It's uh, – I say, I say today justice was served. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to go – I'm going to go ahead and say that while I agree that old grossy crotch pointing a gun at Kyle – bad this is gonna get shot i don't agree with all the people that are like he shouldn't have had the gun he was a felon i don't oh. well for one um no he wasn't i'm not talking about kyle i'm talking about grossy crime no i know that no he wasn't but um and now the now he was illegally carrying based on the fact that his ccw was expired and uh i think that's bullshit Constitution should be the carry. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, the people out there that are arguing against his gun rights are fucking stupid. Like, you can't be a gun advocate and argue for somebody to not possess guns. Right. Um, and here's the other thing about it. And, and I'm targeting the people on the right with this one. Oh, well, uh, Rosenbaum was, was a toddler tickler. And this guy was a uh, domestic violence person, and this guy had this big of a rap sheet. Okay, and Kyle didn't know any of that shit. Yeah, that's that was that wasn't known to him. All he knew at the time was these motherfuckers are trying to kill me. Yes, uh, I've got to deal with that problem. You know, stop bringing up the fact that Rosenbaum liked to touch little children. Stop bringing up the fact. That uh, this guy liked to fucking beat his girlfriend. Stop bringing up the fact that this guy's got a fucking rap sheet a mile long because none of it fucking matters. I will say this: um, Huber's girlfriend, uh, well, used to be girlfriend, right? right. Uh, she did an interview, and she actually, instead of taking the normal position of "fuck Kyle Rittenhouse, he's a piece of shit," I mean, she did call him dumb. She's right. like, he's a dumb kid. Which, he is a kid, and as we know, kids are fucking stupid. We were stupid when we were kids. Oh, hell yeah, we were. <laughs> we were borderline cross-eyed and drooling, I dare I say. Um, but she was like, you know, she said, I don't wish any ill will towards Kyle. She's like, I hope he grows up, I hope he gets married, and I hope he has kids. And I hope he has a happy family. And then one day he realizes what he took from me. And I was like, good take. Yeah, very good. I mean, she didn't even wish the same thing to happen to him. No, she just said, I hope that one day he realizes what he took from me. And I'm like, yeah, it's a good take. I mean. Yeah, yeah, if, one and done. If you got to, if, if you, <laughs> that's the thing about pulling the trigger on somebody. You got to realize what you're doing. And in that situation, he had every right to pull the trigger. Yes. A jury of 12 said so much. Uh, but you have to realize the ramifications of that decision. Yes. You're choosing to end someone's life. So you also have to think about you're choosing to end someone's father's life or brother or son or son or husband, fiance, whatever. So, you know, there, there are choices that go with that decision. Humans aren't built. And it's not a choice that's easily made. No, humans aren't built for that shit. No. We're, our brains, we don't like that shit. Ooh, no. Like, I, lo I love these people that, you know, they play Call of Duty. They play Grand Theft Auto. They play all of these games that involve taking someone's life. And 
they've become annulled to the fact. Did you say annulled? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Annulled. <laughs> they they've become annulled to do what it is. I was I was playing Call of Duty the other night. Yeah, true. And you weren't online, so I was actually in the game chat. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just so I could, you know, hear random people and listen to their bullshit. Say a bunch of racist shit? Yeah, pretty much. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty. Wait. Call of Duty game chat is a lawless fucking wasteland. <laughs> yes, it is. I've been called the N-word 74,000 times. And, and you're I'm, not even an N-word. I'm white as fuck. And it probably wasn't even an N-word that called you that. <sighs> Dude, it was like a 12-year-old white boy. And I was like, does your mother know what you're saying on the fucking internet to random strangers? Like, holy crap. Probably not. Oh, my God. Then again, this day and age, maybe so. Who knows? Possibly. She might have been in the room with him. Might have been. She might have been encouraging it. I mean, yeah. Oh, he shot you in the face, honey. Call him an N-word. Anyway, anyway game chat, go. So, again, child. It's always a child. Bragging about how they would just go around and kill anybody. No, they wouldn't. And okay, like when when we were kids, we all all the time we would we would make that threat. Oh, you touch my fucking stuff again, I'll kill you, you bastard. I usually went with drop kick to the nipples. A lot less final and a lot more funny. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you've made that threat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've made that threat. I know people who've made that threat. Known a couple of people who've made that threat and then acted on it. Yeah, it's, that's a bad one. And like it's even though it is to me, like when I use it, it's a meaningless threat. That's uh, Potter. Fuck off. You're not part of the show. Go away. You're in the next segment. Come back in a minute. Um, you know, I've I've said that to you. Yeah. You know, you bastard, I'll fucking kill you. And I usually just giggle. Yeah. Now now he's trying to drop on your shoulder. Fuck off. You're going to end up turning into Spider-Man. Oh, well. Um, But, I mean, you, and maybe this kid was the same way. I don't know. But based on the sound of this kid's voice, he definitely has not hit puberty yet. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably not. And... That's that's not the kind of thing that I was going around saying at that age. No. Because at that age, you say something like that, especially at school, you get suspended. Yeah. Even if you don't mean it. Yeah, definitely now. Holy shit. Yeah. So, you know, it's... To say you could kill somebody without even thinking about it. That's... I don't know, people, they don't respect human life. You know, fortunately, I've never had to personally end somebody's life. Nor have I. I've been trained to do it. And with my training, I feel it's something that I could do fairly easily. But... At the end of the day, I'm still going to be like, holy shit. Like, that—that that is that is a final thing. Like, that is a fast forward button on somebody's life. Well, 
that's what like people are like, oh, when they're talking about Kyle, they're talking about like he shouldn't have been there. This would have never happened if he hadn't been there. That's not true. It probably still would have happened. It just would have happened to somebody else. Yeah, and here's the thing about, you know, Rosenbaum, not saying he deserved what happened to him, but he deserved what happened to him. He was an aggressive motherfucker that night. <clears throat> See, there are other videos of him squaring off with other people, getting up in people's faces, telling them to shoot him, to kill him. Gratuitous use of the N-word. Yes. Gratuitous. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it was bad. Like, even I was offended. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Like, tone it down, bro. Like, you're, you're letting us fly just a little bit too loose there, buddy. Just a little bit. But, see, that's where I was, like, torn on the whole situation because, yeah, Kyle shot that guy and had to. And he had, and I'm not saying he didn't have to shoot, you know, Huber and Gross Crotch. We, that's going to be his name. For yeah, long. yeah. But... I don't know what they knew. Look, put yourself in their situation. <clears throat> You've just heard gunshots. <clears throat> you don't know what's going on. You weren't there. You were right. down you were down the street. You see a kid running with a rifle and people screaming, "Get him." Well, now I'm not fucking stupid. So my natural thing is to be like, "Um, how about I just don't get him?" And see what happens. Well, <laughs> and here and here's the thing about it. <coughs> As you said, um, you know, we don't know what they were thinking. I know what I would have been thinking. It's not even about what they were thinking. We don't know what they knew. That well, that too. But I know what I know, and I know what I would have been thinking. If I'm in the middle of that shit and I see somebody <coughs> running down the street with a friggin' AR fifteen after shots have been going off and people are shouting, get him, get him, get him, get him, get him. And people are trying to attack him. Excuse me. Knowing that I carry a gun legally and knowing that I'm pretty effective at range, I'm going to, as bad as it sounds, I'm going to position myself to take out the threat. I'm not going to move in on him with my hands raised in a surrender position and wait till I'm up on him and then draw my gun on him. Well, okay, so perfect hypothetical. You're you're in Kenosha with Costin that night. You heard the gunshots go off. You see him running down the road with his rifle. Maybe you heard him say, I just shot somebody. Right. Okay. And then you see uh, Huber... Try to hit him with a skateboard. He fucking ventilates Huber. You see old gross crotch come up and just get shot in the arm. Do you pull the trigger? No, at that point, I'm going... I'm just going to hang back and watch. Because Well, here's the thing, though. You don't know the situation. Well, <laughs> one, I don't know the situation. Two, um, he is obviously exercising judicious marksmanship. He is, but... And my... he has a long gun versus my 9 millimeter. But the the argument that the prosecution failed to make that they should have made is they didn't know the situation. 
Yes. They could have just as easily thought, oh my God, it's an active shooter. Which I think they tried to argue that. They, they just, argued they, it they, poorly. Yes. They argued it so poorly. But there was an argument for that. They didn't know the situation. They see a guy running with a gun, people screaming, get him. Yeah. And shots have been fired. So naturally, your brain goes, active shooter. We, we, he's shooting people. Right, right, right. You don't know why he's shooting people, but he's shooting people. So the argument could have been made better. And if they had made the argument better, we wouldn't have said not guilty earlier. Uh, we wouldn't have said not guilty on all charges. Because, uh, I, I, I mean, the defense's argument was still there. With all the video footage and everything showing all three of those individuals were the aggressors. The defense had a case for Rosenbaum. He actively said, I'm going to kill you. I'll cut your heart out. And actively instigated. Which the other two did too. But they instigated (sighs) after the fact. After shots were fired. So they could have easily have made the argument... Well, yeah, they act. They didn't want anybody else to get shot. Of course they intervened. Of course they were trying to stop the active shooter. You would, too, if you're a good human being. Right. They could have tried to make that argument. They could have tried a lot better to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Wisconsin, if you're looking for a new ADA, uh, I don't have a law degree, but I can fucking fake it till I make it. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... I don't I don't I don't think either of those gentlemen are going to be employed much longer. Oh, they will. Cuz uh they they definitely, you know, and I'm still not totally throwing out the theory that they mucked it up on purpose because they wanted him to walk. <coughs> no, see, here's the here's the issue with that. You look at everything they did in this case that Okay, first off, they questioned Kyle's uh right to remain silent. Yes. They questioned his Fifth Amendment. Yes. Okay, that's against the Constitution. Right. All right, so they got called on that one pretty harshly. Also, um, questioning Kyle about things that the judge said would not be admissible. Yeah, so they did that. That That's the second time that they tried to kind of lead the jury more or less. Yes. Then they did the false evidence shit. With the video, mm-hmm. well, not really false evidence, but they altered altered and manipulated the evidence. Yes. Okay. And the judge didn't do anything about the last two, really. Nothing bad. No. Okay. Um, and now the trial's over. Not guilty on all charges. Acquitted. And these two attorneys still have their jobs. Yeah. They are still barred to practice law in Wisconsin. Correct. Uh, they will not be called to the stand to testify about their wrongdoings in the case, which means they get to do this again to somebody yeah. else. I and believe, maybe next time it doesn't go in that guy's favor. As a matter of fact, I believe, if I recall correctly, um, the prosecutor even said during the Rittenhouse trial that he is trying um, gross crotch. Uh, yeah, he is. For illegally carrying a firearm. uh, Which, they should throw that out. I'm sorry. There's no such thing as illegally carrying a firearm. I I agree with you based on (laughs) what you and I believe. However, based on what the law currently says, 
I think it's a stupid law, but the law does exist. If you want to try him for activities pertaining to a riot, go for it. Uh, if you can prove that he set anything on fire and you want to try for arson, go for it. But as far as the gun charge goes, nope. I wouldn't. I would not return a verdict on that. Again, based on how you and I think and believe, I agree with you. However, based on what current law says, yeah, the laws are shitty. I don't know what she's going for, but. Yeah. I was trying to hit the can. I damn near hit it. You almost got her. But I might have nicked the pop top on it. You scared it. You definitely scared it. Yeah. I took its bicep off. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't care how the law is written. Like, any gun law is an infringement. I agree. So, to tell me that I have to purchase... My rights from the crown. I mean, the state. Yes. Sorry. Yes, yes. I did, did I say the crown? My bad. Um, that's an infringement. How dare you um, speak ill of the crown? I do believe the Second Amendment was written to protect us from the crown. I yes. mean, the, the government. Yes. <laughs> I keep saying crown. I don't know why. Uh, Maybe because we're under more of a dictatorship. Than a constitutional republic. So, here's the thing. Everybody, Led by one idiot and several smaller dictators. Yeah, yeah we call those czars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, they they say, oh yeah, it was it was written to protect us from the government. It, it was basically saying that we should have the same thing that the government has. And everyone that is against the Second Amendment, says, oh, no, they didn't want that. Motherfuckers owned battleships and cannons. Yeah, They yeah, had yeah. their own fucking armadas, okay? So, no, they knew what government capabilities were, and they and, wanted us to have the ability to have the same capabilities. You know, I just, I love all of these jackasses. They get on their social media, their Twitters, their Facebooks, their Instagrams, their Snaps, whatever fucking social media platform it is you spout your bullshit from fucking myspace that's is that still a thing it is it's just for music though oh okay um yeah no it's these idiots that get out there the second amendment refers to muzzle loaders that is the dumbest argument well then put your goddamn phone down get off your fucking twitter get off your fucking internet and share your opinion with fucking pen and paper. I mean, actually, quill and parchment. Yeah, with a yeah, yeah, with a bottle of ink. Yeah, which is also a, a shitty argument too. Like it, it's just it's using their shitty argument against them. They're both shitty arguments. They are both shitty arguments, but you know, turnabout's <laughs> fair play. I mean, it's it's two wrongs don't make a right. Like. I prefer to argue my position. No, but two lefts make a 180. That's true. And one 180 will put you in a fucking fence at about 60. <laughs> Just saying. We didn't do a 180. No, we did like a <laughs> 7 fucking 20. No, we did like a 90 and then a 180 back into a 90 the other way. And then <laughs> I've seen the same tree seven fucking times from eight different angles. That's because you had an out-of-body experience. <laughs> yeah, my soul fucked off. <laughs> nope. 
But anyway, I prefer to make my arguments from a position of strength, not a position of fucking stupidity. Again, I'm a turnabout as fair play kind of guy. Yeah, but that's you know lower com lowest common denominatorism. Like you're pandering to the the people down here when you should be bringing the argument up here. For those of you that can't see the visual reference, well, I mean that's the <laughs> thing about it, you know. I can't argue up here while they're being down here, so I had to bring my argument down to their level. No, no. <laughs> don't Ow. touch the hot thing. No, you can. I don't care how stupid they are. You can always argue up here, just because they think you're stupid. Well, you see, whenever I try to argue up here, I end up getting called a bigot and a white supremacist and a racist. So just be like, okay, do you have anything substantive to add to the conversation? No. Okay, then I win. I mean, usually at that point, I say, well, then bring me my fucking torch and my white hood. My, my, my thing, if you resort to ad hominem attacks, then the person you are attacking has won the debate. Yes. So the moment you feel the need to just shut down and call someone a white supremacist or a bigot, <laughs> you lost. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And the quicker you realize that you lost... um, the better it'll be for everybody. What you want you doing there? I'm I'm just pressing buttons, seeing if there's anything that I can you know get prepared you, for. You, just, you know what we didn't do. We we'll didn't, get to it. We didn't do we'll that. get to it. I'm just we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Continue on. But we didn't do. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't done the ads yet. We I, will get to the ads. I'm now get saying. to it. But I haven't forgotten the ads. I think you forgot until I said I, something. No, I didn't forget the ads. Actually, I did forget the ads, but I remembered them like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought I'd bring them up just to make your ads hurt just a little bit more. You're just like, ah. Oh, and, shit. I mean, we were already into the show. We were talking about the verdict. And I was like, all right, fuck it. We'll play it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to get them, but not till the end. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we, we skipped ads on ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, we're, we're better than YouTube. Yeah, yeah. We, we skip the ads for We're going to give you end roll ads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After We're, you've heard everything we had to say, you can just turn it off. Yeah. And never hear the ads. But, I mean, if you want to hear the ads. I mean, there might be a <laughs> special deal in the ads. Might be. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Huh, huh, huh. I mean, Black Friday is coming up. Yes, yes, yes. It is coming up, indeed. Oh, God, that's like next fucking Friday. Oh, I shit. know. Wait, this what? year is fucking blowing by. Not fucking fast enough. Jeez, I'm so over COVID. And if someone says supply chain to me one more time, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Supply chain. I'm. I'm oh, oh God, you better not. Say it. You better not hit your. Say it. You better not hit your brakes on the way home. Say it. I'm cutting <laughs> your fucking brake line. Say it. Say what? Say you want to kill me. Say not, it. Not gonna say that. I'm just saying that. Say it. If you can't stop on the way home, you'll know why. Say it. Rumble Stiltskin. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have to. You have to say his name. Yeah, that's how that what works. The fuck. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know what you. Meant. But yeah, if you can't, if you can't stop on the way home, that's a, that's a you problem, not a me problem. You just wanted to push a button. I did. You didn't care what button it was. You were just like, I'm pushing a fucking button. I'm just saying, I don't agree with you, so. Well, I don't care. Ha! Correct. 
That is correct. That's the attitude we got to take. I don't care. You're a racist because you don't agree with me. I don't care. I've literally had that attitude since 1986. (laughs) I was born with that attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know how many teachers would be like, you're never going to amount to anything. I don't care. You're just stupid. I don't care. Sorry. That's, that's, that is the perfect attitude to have. Just don't care. And the more they try to make you care, don't care even harder. Yeah, baby. Yeah, like that. <laughs> just, just don't care. Have the same kind of care that Austin Powers has. Um, he cared a lot. Not when it came to sex. He didn't care. Mm, I mean. He, he was one of those free love individuals. Yeah, he, he, oh, so he was like a legit liberal. Yeah. Like before they got all authoritarian and. Yeah. Fuck you, I'm going to do what you tell me. Yeah. You know, rage on behalf of the machine. Yeah, exactly. And and now, speaking of the machine. The machine. The machine. Not that machine. Oh, damn. No, the, the machine that we know as the government. Oh, that mach- no, the broken one. Yeah, that one. Um, now, you remember uh, young Mr. Sandman? Yeah. Well, um, I think Kyle Rittenhouse is going to end up going the same way. They're going to share joint custody of CNN? Yeah, they're going to, yeah. The, he's, his mother has already said that we're looking at suing all of the media outlets that no. called him a white supremacist. And Oh, well, you, you know what that means? That means they can sue all the media outlets and they can sue the president. Yes. And members that, of his cabinet. And she brought that up as well. And uh, several high-ranking government officials. Yes. Uh, so I'm looking forward to all that. Yes. Uh, major, major, major defamation suits coming down the pike. <laughs> but I got to say, I think that uh, the president of the United States can get better lawyers than Kyle Rittenhouse. I mean, I agree with you. Um, but even then, it's... Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't think the best lawyer in the country could win that case. They don't have to win that case. They just have to pay more than the other guy. Look, Mister Biden, borrow some of the drug money from Hunter. Drug. He could just call the CIA and be like, uh, "Go out there and sell, you know, the thing." <laughs> Drugs, Mr. President? Yes, yeah, that those yeah, sell you, those. Yeah, you dog-faced pony soldier. Like, my son will buy them all. <laughs> sell them to him, and then, well, shit, that's my money. <laughs> sell it to, well, shit, we can't sell it to the Colombians. We're getting it from them. True. Sell it to the Argentinians. No, the Argentinians are broke. So are the Venezuelans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that socialism's a dick. <sighs> that wasn't real socialism. What's socialism light? Says every socialist every time socialism fails. Sorry. You mean every instance of socialism throughout history? Yeah, pretty much. So none of that was real socialism? No, never. 
It also wasn't real communism either. Oh, 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 oh. definitely wasn't real communism. So the the Chinese and the Russians have just been doing it wrong all this time. See, the Chinese are only socially communist. Market wise, they are fucking capitalists. They have a free oh yeah, market. yeah yeah. They have a free market economy, and it's kicking the shit out of us. Well, that's because they fucking make everything we have. Socially, though, they are they are social communists. They are cultural Marxists. Well, yeah. Well, not cultural. Like, no, they're not cultural Marxists because you can't go to to fucking China yeah. and yeah. say the shit that we say over here and it be okay. Like, if you go to China, yeah, because they're listening to us in China. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking. I'm not talking about like the shit we say. I'm talking like if you go to China, talking their lefty talking points. They're going to probably kill you. Oh, yeah. Because they know what that shit does. Because they used it. Like, mm-hmm. that's how the communists got in power in China. They know exactly what you're doing with your divide and conquer. Yeah. It's part of the game. So, yeah, the, the shit that we're spouting, the, the, the left spouting over here, you say that shit in China, you're going to end up in a jail. Yeah. Quick, fast, and probably in a hurry. Russia, you're going to end up in a gulag. Uh, well, see, Russia says they're a democracy, but I don't believe it. I don't no. fucking believe it. No. Remember, like, we were taught they were a baby democracy. Remember that shit? Fuck that bitch. This is Russia. That's what I said the whole time <laughs> I was in her class. <laughs> I still remember the day that I heard that teacher say that. Uh, Russia is now a baby democracy. What the fuck is that? Like, that's not even... That I don't even remember what teacher that was. Brissendon. Oh, yeah. She used to always say, Russia's a baby democracy. Yeah, and she also used to say back during the Vietnam War, at first she was a hawk, and then she became a dove. And I was like, I don't care what bird you were. <laughs> what did you think about the war? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I still will never forget... For every, when we had her for American history, yeah. for every major American war, we watched a movie for it. Yes. Well, I usually got kicked out of the class, but whatever. I remember when we got kicked out of the class for having our sidebar about Kennedy. Always. But yeah, World War One. what movie did we watch? All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. Oh, Civil War. I forgot the Civil War. What movie did we watch for the Civil War? Glory. Yes. World War Two. You remember what movie I suggested we watch for World War II? Uh, Patton? Yes. Oh, shit. Look at me remembering shit. I suggested that we watch Patton. Yeah. It's historically accurate. Yeah. Granted, it's more about the figure than the war, but it, again, was historically accurate. It covered Patton's European campaign, his African campaign against Rommel, all of that shit, his promotion, his demotion, his promotion again. They took his gas away. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, you get no more gas. Yeah. It's a very, 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 very good film. Yeah. And she said we couldn't watch it. Do you remember why? Because I cuss too much. Because he cussed too much. Yep. I remember that. I remember I went back and watched that movie. And at the time, you know, this was early 2000s, back before the 
time period like when South Park was finally able to say shit on network TV. And things just went downhill from there. Yeah, the word of curse. No, no. The worst thing ever spoken, uttered in that film was goddamn. Yeah, sir. Which at the time period, especially being in the Bible Belt of Alabama, that's a pretty bad thing to say. That's a a big one. Do you remember what we wound up watching instead? Shaving Ryan's Privates. No, but I did see that movie. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Yeah, which they score a headshot on Vin Diesel. Yes. No. (laughs) I thought he got the headshot. No, Vin Diesel didn't get the headshot. Vin Diesel was beside the guy that got the headshot. I knew they called him a lucky bastard. Oh, yeah, that's right. I knew there was a headshot in the vicinity of Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel was right beside the guy, and the guy took the round of the helmet and it ricocheted off. And he called him a lucky lucky, bastard. Yeah, right as he was taking the helmet off to brush his hair, and then zip! Right through the brain. Yep. Yeah, there was a whole lot more cussing in that movie. There was a whole lot more cussing. Um, Gratuitous use of the word fuck. Which was my favorite word at the time. Still is, actually. As a matter of fact, um, oh, God. Um... Ribin and uh, Tom Sizemore's character, the platoon sergeant. Yeah. You remember when they're sitting on the beach and they're getting their orders and Ribin and Tom Sizemore are having their little back and forth? And Vaguely familiar. Ribin's like, oh, I thought you liked it in the ass. I thought you liked it in the ass. Yeah. You know, that, the, oh, let's see here. All of the, uh, the gore. Well, you, like, you can't watch a movie on Warren and not be gory. Yeah, but I mean, Patton wasn't all that gory. Oh. Patton definitely did not show a depiction of a medic walking around the beach looking for his blown off arm. You know what movie I wish had been out when we were in school that we could have watched for World War II? What's that? Hacksaw Ridge. Never seen it. Holy fuck, is it good. I've never seen it. And it's based on a true story. Hmm. Do you know what the story is? Yeah, it's about a uh, about a uh, army medic. I, I don't remember the... I, I know it's an army medic who it, does things. Uh, it's based on uh, Private Desmond Doss. Yes. He was a Seventh-day Adventist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not believe in using weapons. And he joined the military willingly. Mm-hmm. And they tried to make him use a gun. He said, no, I will not use a gun. It's against my religion. I will not do that. They tried to have him fucking kicked out of the military. And he was like, I, he's like, no. He's like, he's like, I'm not a conscientious objector. He's like, I'm a, I'm, I will go. I will help. I will pull the wounded off the battlefield. I just will not use a rifle. And basically, they finally end up letting him go. And it's just basically, in one night, he saved over, like, 150 people. Yeah. Some of them were Japanese. Yeah. They didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, they, they didn't make it. So, we, Great movie. we get to Vietnam, and because there's, for some reason, there's not a whole lot of movies about the Korean War. <laughs> it lasted four days. It lasted longer than four days. 
It lasted four days. It lasted longer than four days. It was like four days. The Battle of the Chosen Reservoir lasted longer than four days. It was just a really tense four days. There's not a whole lot of movies about the Korean War. And so we skipped over the Korean War. We didn't watch a movie for that. We get to Vietnam. I was like, fuck it. We watched fucking Saving Private Ryan for World War II, so we already broke that envelope. You remember what I suggested? Full Metal Jacket. That was one of my suggestions. <laughs> the one I wanted to watch. <laughs> I suggested Full Metal Jacket. I also suggested Apocalypse Now. Which would have been better than probably what we watched, because I don't remember what we watched. We were soldiers. Oh, fuck. Which is a good movie. Nah. It is a good movie. <sighs> it's 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 difficult to picture um, what's his dick from the ranch. You want to narrow that down? Was it the Pappy? Yeah, the Pappy. Oh, oh, fuck, man. Oh, God damn it. Samuel Elliott. Yeah, Sam Elliott. Hard to picture Sam Elliott without a mustache. Yeah. Especially that fucking gorgeous fucking handlebar mustache he had going on on the ranch. Boy, he can kill a mustache, man. He fucking can. Like, damn. But, yeah, seeing him walking around all clean shaven as Sergeant Major Plumley. Yeah. That just, like, I, I couldn't, I was like, no. <laughs> Let him have a mustache. I don't care if Sergeant Major Plumley didn't have a mustache. Let him have a mustache. Yeah, it's within regs. You should keep it within regs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he can have a mustache. And, I mean, he uttered probably one of the <laughs> greatest movie lines of all time. And it proves my point from earlier. Uh, and go. Any of you some bitches calls me grandpa, I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. Said it a lot. Yeah. I would have liked to have met the actual Sergeant Major Plumley. I want to know if he was actually like that. Probably. You know what's you know you know what's funny? So Sam Elliott plays Sergeant Major Plumley in a movie about Vietnam. Yes. And then you watch The Ranch and he plays Bo Bennett. A guy that went to Vietnam. Yes. And I was like, this is the second time he's played a Vietnam veteran. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of like the fan theory. You've seen The Rock. Yeah. Well, there's a fan theory circulating around that Sean Connery's character in The Rock is actually James Bond. Ooh. Which would... A, explain why they had to change to a different Bond. Yeah. A.K.A. Roger Moore. Yeah. Because the Sean Connery James Bond. You know, that's another theory, too. James Bond is a code name. Yeah, which makes sense. Which explains why there's so many people yeah. that have been James Bond. You can only carry the mantle for so long. Yeah, exactly. So, Sean Connery's character, according to the fan theory, Sean Connery's character in The Rock was James Bond. He was a British Secret Service agent. Yeah. Who got caught trying to steal the microfilm mm -hmm. that shows the Roswell landing and who actually killed Kennedy. Yeah, I can see that. He got it's burned. It's an interesting theory. He was a burned spy. Yeah. Was his name Michael Weston? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've been watching Burn Notice a lot here lately. Red Notice 
is out on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's pretty damn good. See, I love Ryan Reynolds. Um, not sure that I can watch movies with The Rock anymore. Why is that? Because after this Alec Baldwin thing, he said he's not going to do any more movies with guns. And I'm like, that's your whole fucking career, dude. So I think that was kind of like an empty threat. Like, he probably means he will not do any more movies with live guns. No, nah, he said with guns. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. And, well, you made your money off making movies with guns. Well, actually, he made his money as a wrestler. Uh, no, he's and made the, oh, far Yes, he has made more. far much more, but everybody first knew him as The Rock. Well, he's still known as The Rock, which he's now got a song out. He's rapping now. Oh, he's been doing that for years. No, nah, but he actually did like a legit, it was actually pretty decent. I mean, he, hell, he did one, fuck, like 20 years ago. A glow. A glow. <laughs> yeah. 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago with Wyclef. Yeah. But this one was actually pretty good. It was fucking Tech Nine and The Rock and a couple other people. I can't remember who else was in it. Hmm. It's pretty decent. I've not heard this. But, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know if I'm going to watch Red Notice. I'm going to, I'm going to give it its chance. Yeah. I'm not, probably not though. It, for one, to me, it doesn't look that interesting. It looks, I, I don't. The most interesting part about it is Gal Gadot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue with you on that. <laughs> like, but <laughs> That's the most interesting part for me. She is smoking hot. Like, uh. No, like there was a, you know, Netflix will show a preview of a, of a movie when you land yeah. on it. Uh, yeah, I've seen the preview. Like where they're in the bull ring. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds is going off about how bulls have uh, horrible vision. Don't move and it won't see you. And Dwayne Johnson's, no, no, you're talking about Jurassic Park. No, I swear it was a nature documentary with David Attenborough. No, you're thinking of Richard Attenborough and that was Jurassic Park. <laughs> Yeah. And um and then he asked uh fuck what's his name the guy that played uh Dr. Malcolm. Oh. Um he you know life finds a way guy. Oh. Oh, oh god, what is his fucking name? I cannot remember his name. Fuck, now I got to look it up. That's going to drive me crazy. Look it up. Oh. <laughs> fuck. Yep, yep, can can he find out? Uh it's pulling up. Is it? I need the cast, IMDb. Which, uh, by the way, I'm still waiting to find out. I'm still waiting when I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for the fucking IMD page. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, Boom. thank you. Your internet's running faster than mine. No, I, I Googled. <laughs> I Google better than you. Whatever. <laughs> you you looked up the cast, and I just typed in Life Finds a Way Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I Google better than you. Um. Yeah, Dwayne Dwayne Johnson finally you know, it, is Jeff Goldblum in it, and then there's a pause for a second. Then Ryan looks. Oh God, it was Jurassic Park. <laughs> Dude, like, probably I've got to say that of our time, Ryan Reynolds has got to be one of the best comedic actors. Oh, hands down, comedic Ooh. action actors. Yeah, like he does well. Like he's he's like. Ripped and strong enough to be believable in a fight scene. Yeah. But he's fucking hilarious with his comedic timing. Like, did you see Six Underground? No, I have not seen that Holy one. Holy 
watch that fucking movie. It is hilarious. So, and I don't think it's supposed to be. And and here's the thing about it. I always, once an actor plays a phenomenal role, yeah, I always associate that actor with that role. Doesn't matter what else they do. Yeah, he's always Deadpool. Yes, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is always going to be Deadpool. <laughs> like, like I go back and watch his older movies, and I'm like, holy shit, Deadpool's in this. Yes, like, <laughs> and the fact that he roasted himself about Green Lantern hard. <laughs> Don't make the super suit green or animated. <laughs> I was like, oh, supper. Yes, he roasted himself about the... He will always be Deadpool. Yeah. Fucking... Um, well, the creators of Deadpool always wanted him to be Deadpool. Well, I mean, Deadpool wasn't the first time he played Deadpool. Well, I, I know that, but I'm talking like the, the creators of that comic, um, from what I've read... When they wrote that character, they had Ryan Reynolds in mind because they were like, if we ever get someone to play the Merc with the mouth, it's going to be Ryan Reynolds. But he played it in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yes. Yes. Which was the shittiest iteration. Of- yes. Well, I'm, so oh, gl- I'm so glad they fixed it. <laughs> I, did they, though? It, they didn't really fix it. I mean, well, they didn't fix it in the movie, but when they did Deadpool, they fixed it. Yeah, they fixed that. Um, but yes, Ryan Reynolds will always be Deadpool. Yeah. Josh Brolin will always be... That guy from the Goonies. Yes. <laughs> or Thanos. Yeah. Either one. Goonies. M- more likely Goonies. Yeah. Sean Astin will always be Thanos' little brother. No, he'll be Rudy. No, 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 no. I will always remember him. I will always remember Sean Astin from the Goonies. I, I, see, my, I, I got a toss-up on Sean Astin because he was yeah. really good in Rudy, and he was really good in Toy Soldiers. <clears throat> Toy Soldiers was a good movie. Fucking yes. Lou Gossett Jr., come on, dude. R. Lee Ermey. That fucking movie was good as shit. It was a very good movie, yes. So, like, I'm torn on which one I really remember him for the most. So, Ryan Reynolds is always Deadpool. Josh Brolin is always... Big brother from Goonies or Thanos. Yeah. For me, Sean Astin, little brother from Goonies. You know, you could actually throw Cable out there as another one for, for Josh Brolin. Uh, I mean, he was a good Cable. Oh, he was great Cable. I don't see him playing Cable again. I think he will. If, I, if they bring Cable back for Deadpool 3, I think it'll be Josh Brolin. I don't think they will. I, I, I don't know if they'll do another X-Force storyline. Like, I don't think they will. If they don't bring in X-Force, there's no reason to have Josh Brolin. Sean Connery will always be James Bond. <sighs> See, I'm just not a Bond fan. I, I never was a Bond fan. Sean Connery, hands down, will always be James Bond. Doesn't matter what I watch him in. Could be Medicine Man. Could be the Presidio. Could be the Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Where Alec Baldwin is shooting at things that don't need to be shot at. He does it a lot. (laughs) Doesn't matter what it is, Sean Connery will always be James Bond. Yeah. Ewan McGregor will always be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, that probably is one of his better roles. You know, he's got a brother that flies in the British Air Force. I can see that, yeah. You know what his brother's call sign is? Obi-Wan? Obi-2. 
OB2. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah. Who was his brother? I don't know his name, but I just know he's a pilot in the British Royal Air Force. Mm. And that's his call sign is OB2. Well, isn't that amazing? Right? Ugh. Mark Hamill will always be Luke Skywalker yeah, or but, the Joker. Yeah, but will Hayden Christensen always be Anakin Skywalker? No. <laughs> no, that was a horrible choice. No. No, uh, no, here's the thing. Samuel L. Jackson will always be the black guy in every movie. Unless it's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Or Denzel Washington. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we got a hat trick here. Um, <laughs> but see, here's the thing. Hayden Christensen's actually a decent actor. The writing is what fucked that movie. They wrote him in such a way, they were like, hey, read these lines. And even I think even he was like, man, these lines fucking suck. Like, can we get better writers? I they could have done so much was, better with that trilogy. I don't think it was the writing. I think it was him. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the writing. I mean... Jake Lloyd was a phenomenal young Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I just, no, not Hayden Christensen. Eh, I mean, he had his moments. And James Earl Jones will always be the voice of Darth Vader. Yeah. But a six foot four Russian guy will always be the dude in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> or was he a German guy? Actually, no, I think he was German. And he was some kind of Eastern block. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think it was a German dude, though. Like, he was, like, legit 6'4", though. He's a big motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he was. And that's the other thing, too, is I don't I don't think Hayden Christensen is that tall. I think he's, like, 6'3", actually. I don't think he's that tall. I think Google, tell me. <laughs> oh, God. Do, 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 do. Survey says, oh, you dick. You're supposed to just give me the fucking stats. <laughs> uh, he's six foot. So, so, yeah, he's not six four. I mean, yeah, but at a distance, you can't fucking be like, oh, he's not six four. Uh, well, here's the thing, and, and the reason why he's, I say that. He's just not physically imposing. No, he's like, not. You could, at six foot, like, if, okay, he, he's six foot tall, 163 pounds. Right. Like, according to his bio. Mm -hmm. Now, if he was six foot tall... 225 pounds? That's a big motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I don't care if he's three inches shorter than me. That's a big motherfucker. Here's a thing that I learned. So, I now have every single Star Wars movie, canon Star Wars film ever made on my Voodoo account now. Okay. Prequel trilogy, original trilogy, sequel trilogy, and the two filler movies. Yeah. In The Phantom Menace, I learned this. For one, I showed you this the other day. Um, George Lucas did a thing that I actually agree with. Yeah. He went back to the original cut of The Phantom Menace, and he replaced the shitty, horrible-looking puppet Yoda with a CGI Yoda. Yeah, it's way better. Much, much better. Because that puppet Yoda fucking... I, I was like 12 or 13 when the Phantom Menace came out. That puppet Yoda scared the shit out of me. See, 
Yeah, I, would, I probably, yeah, because I remember going to watch Revenge of the Sith in theaters, and I was like 17 or 18. Yeah. So, yeah, that would have been about right. Cause yeah. Well, it came out in 99. Yeah. Phantom Menace did. Um, so, but another thing that I learned about it that I did not know until I watched Phantom Menace recently, Kira Knightley is in it. Really? Yeah. Who the hell does she play? All of the scenes where you see the queen and her entourage, and you can tell that it's Natalie Portman not wearing the queen makeup and everything, like yeah. she's in hiding as one of the handmaidens. Yeah. That's Kira Knightley playing the queen. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, like, the scene where they return to Naboo and they show up to where the Gungans are at and the queen is talking with Boss Nass and everything and then Natalie Portman walks up and she's like, no, I'm the queen. Yeah. That was Kira Knightley. You know, I always like Kira Knightley. She was hot in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I always liked her. And she turned out to be a badass. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a thing that you know now. Kira Knightley was in the Phantom Menace. You know, another uh, you want to know another underrated movie? What's that? V for Vendetta. I wasn't a fan of it. I enjoyed the shit out of that. I was not a fan of it. Uh, although they, boy, they 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 stretched. <laughs> oh, they were stretching some shit in that movie, <laughs> like trying to make uh, America look like Nazis. Did you did you see that part? Yeah, yeah. Like most people don't catch that, but like the mo, I was kind of subliminal. Sub- it was a fucking flag. It was a Nazi flag that said "Coalition of the Willing," and I was like, "Well, that's fucking overt." <laughs> <laughs> it's so overt. It's covert. I was like, Jesus, like that's just like taking shots right at Bush, which I'm okay with. <laughs> like I didn't like Bush anyway. But I was like, Jesus Christ, you didn't want to hide that just a little better, maybe? Ben Affleck is another one. Ben Affleck will always be the actor. Batman. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Oh, Batfleck. No. Ben Affleck will always be the actor that started us on this downhill fucking race bullshit. Um Expand? You don't remember that little PBS fucking ancestry thing that he did? And they found out that one of his ancestors was a slave owner. And he was like, oh, I don't want that aired. I don't want... And then they wound up airing it anyway. And... (laughs) (laughs) Well, cover up there, Ben. (laughs) And yeah, it was at that point where the whole um, cancel culture for the fucking history of our country started. Yeah, and... Yeah, I I never liked Ben Affleck that much. Anyways, so. I'm not a fan of his acting. So it just it doesn't surprise me that I one am, of his family members was a slave owner. I am not a fan of his acting. Nothing against him personally. I'm sure he's probably a great guy. Possibly, I don't know. I've never met the man, nor have I. But he's a fucking horrible actor. There are certain things he's like tolerable in. Certain things. Like he was like, like paycheck it was decent. Never saw it. It was him and Uma Thurman. Never saw it. Um, wasn't he in the accountant? Never saw it. I want to say he was in the account. If, if 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 what I'm remembering is correct, he was in the accountant, and he plays like this badass fucking like CIA assassin. 
There is one movie that he is in. I cannot think of the title of it right off the top of my head, but it's based on a true story. <laughs> and it is... Def- it ta- it's definitely Batman versus Superman. <laughs> it takes place back in like the... 70s i think oh the one with uh where they go to it they're trying well, to get the, the the hostage rescue yeah they're trying to get the hostages out of iran yes i know what you're talking about yeah and like argo or yeah argo yeah 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 they it was based that it's it's a movie based, based on, on a, a true, true story, story about of, a movie <laughs> about the americans who made up a fake movie yes to go to iran and try to get the hostages out yes it didn't work because yes. at all I remember, I remember reading about that. You know, Gatlinburg is a fucking stone's throw down the road. Yeah. And I remember reading about that in a display at the Alcatraz Museum. Yeah. Why they were talking about that in the Alcatraz Museum is beyond me. I don't fucking know. Or no, 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 no. No, it wasn't the Alcatraz Museum. It was the International Spy Museum in Washington, D.C. Ooh, the Spy Museum. Yes, it was the International Spy Museum in Washington, D.C., uh, awesome fucking place. Like, there is a lot of cool friggin' shit in there. To include my 1964 Aston Martin DB5. Yeah. You got a smoke screen comes out the back. I mean, it's one of the cars that they used on 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 set. See, I don't like that smoke screen shit. Why? Do you know what happens to smoke at 60 miles an hour? It dissipates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turn on the smoke screen. Fucking why? <laughs> <laughs> So they can watch me drive away through smoke. The bulletproof back window shield. The that's more plausible than a smoke screen. The oil slick. Still more plausible than the smoke screen. The ejector seat. That's just dangerous. Yeah, um, MythBusters actually did a thing about that, where uh, they were trying to prove it was uh, one of the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies. Yeah, um, I think it's the one with Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. where his car is skating along the ground on the hood or on the roof rather <laughs> and he hits the ejector seat button and it causes the car to flip right side back up no well mythbusters tested that so first they wanted to find out if an ejector seat was even possible and well, yeah it's possible and how many well not so much that if it was possible, rather how many rockets they would need to make it launch a certain height in the air. So they figured, based on the movie, it was probably like 25, 30 feet, roughly. Yeah. Their first test, that's what they get out of what they use. But the problem that they discovered is the entire cabin of the car fills up with fucking flame. Yeah. Well, okay, here's the thing. If you wanted to do an ejector seat properly, you wouldn't want to use a fucking rocket. You would want to put your seat. Have you ever seen those popcorn things they do to people? Like they'll uh they'll like get like a stack of tires and they'll set them down, they'll put wood over it, and they put this, like, airbag under it that just rapidly inflates with compressed air. Oh, yeah, yeah, And just blow motherfuckers in the air. You would want something kind of like that, only without the... You would just want the compressed air that would just supercharge your ass right out the car. Because you really only got to clear the fucking four feet. Yeah. 
I mean, come on. You ain't got to go that fucking high. But you wouldn't want to use a rocket. That would just be stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, the entire cabin of the car filled with fucking flame. So, at that point, it was like, no, you're you're not using this. You're, you're dead. Yeah. Congratulations. James, yeah, James Bond would not be alive. You're a marshmallow. Now, now we have to bring in Daniel Craig, the new James Bond. Which, I gotta say, if I was gonna watch a Bond film, it would probably be a Daniel Craig Bond Start film. Start out with the newer movies. Because that's, that's how I had to do it. I could not stand watching the old James Bond movies. I couldn't fucking do it. And actually, what got me started watching them was playing Tomorrow Never Dies on PlayStation. Yeah. I was like, okay, I want to check out what this movie is like. So I watched the movie. I was like, damn, that's a pretty good movie. So then I went back and I watched GoldenEye, the one before it. Yeah. And then I watched all the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies. And then I went back. I was like, okay, I can I can get behind this Bond guy. He's he's suave. He's good with the ladies. He gets all the cool toys. I like Sean Connery. So let's start with those. Watched all the Sean Connerys. All right, let's get into the Roger Moore. Okay, I like the movies, but I hate Roger Moore. Yeah. Timothy Dalton, no. Avoid the Timothy Dalton bonds at all cost. But yeah, start with the Daniel Craig movies. Like, if I was going to watch him, it would be the Daniel Craig. Start with the Daniel Craig. What I've heard, like, the Daniel Craig Bond movies are completely different. Like, they are. He is, like, going wholesale custom slaughter. They are, yes. Like, he's going fucking just destroyer of worlds. Yes. Like, Casino Royale. Casino Royale was actually the very first Bond novel that Ian Fleming wrote. Yeah. And Casino Royale tells how he gets his double O status. Killing everybody. Well, to get your double O no, no, to get your double O status, you have to have two confirmed kills. Well, he had that in the opening credits. Well, he had one in the opening credits, and then his second was the guy he was talking to during the opening credits. Like, <coughs> yeah, that was how you got your double O status, which you had to have two confirmed kills. Now, does, and it had to be assigned, now, I'm assuming. Now, here's my thing. Does a confirmed kill in a spy agency work the same as a confirmed kill in the military? Someone of higher ranking has to have witnessed it? No, 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 no. <laughs> you ba- I guess you basically just have to bring back proof that they're dead. Oh, it's a merit crime, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's a tooth. Probably from him. Could have been mine. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't count. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once he gets his double O status, he fu- is just wholesale. Yeah. I mean, just left and right. Is he worse than Liam Neeson and Taken? No. Because <laughs> man, he he goes on a goozle fest. Well, I mean, Bond isn't on a personal vendetta. <laughs> Dude, he had like the power of like. Jesus with him, <laughs> like Goozle Fest 9000. Yeah. He even Goozled somebody with a gun. You know how, bad, you know how pissed off you got to be at somebody to be like, not only am I going to crush your esophagus, I'm going to do it with my gun instead of shooting you. No, 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 no. Remember when he finally catches the guy that actually kidnapped his daughter? Yeah. And tortures him? Yeah. You remember how he did it? Um, it's been a while since I've taken. 
10 penny nails Ooh. driven into his legs, Ow. like stabs them into his legs. That's painful. Rips an electrical cord out of the wall that's connected to a light switch. Even worse. We're, we're getting worse. And connects them to the nails in his legs. Ouch. And then uses the fucking, it's a dimmer switch. Yeah. <laughs> uses that to fucking interrogate him. I mean, that works. And once he finally gets the information that he needs, you know, he even brings up the point, you know, in America, you leave the lights on after a while, they're going to shut the lights off for non-payment on the bill. But over here, I leave it on all the time. Yeah. True story. I mean, it could be months. And as he walks out of the room, he fucking flips that light switch on full blast. Yeah. Which would, you know, kill a normal human, like, quickly. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it did. So, like, what's your threat here, buddy? You're going to electrocute me for the next 30 seconds? Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I know in most European countries, wall outlets are 220 volts. Yeah. We used 110, they used 220. Yeah. But I don't know, like, their light switches. I don't know what kind of voltage that's running on. It's probably 110-ish. The equivalent of. It's it's less than 220, because it wouldn't make sense to have a light running on 220. No, that would blow out, like, these fucking... Yeah. Uh, these, these lights that you got here in the shop, that would fucking... Yeah. 220 it, would blow those out. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense to have that. So it's probably, like... 110 or a facsimile thereof. Facsimile? Yeah. Using that uh, old uh, fucking Three Stooges. Facsimile? Yeah. Yeah, they say that all the time in Three Stooges. Mm-mm-mm. No. <laughs> I used to love Three Stooges. <laughs> Whatever happened to this? They made a movie and it fucking went to shit. Now, here is... Now, here's the debate. Are you a Curly or Shimp guy? Curly. Uh, definitely Curly. Well, like, Shimp was funny. But Curly is just a bomb. Curly was always funnier. Always. But who do you prefer more? The Three Stooges or Abbott and Costello? Ooh. Now, see, I've got to go with Abbott and Costello. Yes. Uh, because they they were funny. But they were also smart. They were smart funny. Like, they would take a joke that... Like, the... What is it? The 7 into 28? Or, yeah, 7 yeah. into 28. 7 into 28. Yeah, 7 into 28, 13. Yeah. Yeah, they were smart with it. Like, they would they would break stuff down and figure out how they can make it work for their bit. Fucking... Three Stooges was just getting their asses kicked. Like, people just beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Or getting the shit kicked out of them. Now, watching people get hurt is fucking hilarious. That's why fail videos exist. <laughs> but it's not as funny as Abbott Costello. Yeah. It was they had just smart humor. Who's on first? You, oh man, that's one of my favorites. One of probably one of the longest running jokes of all time. Oh yeah. Who's on first? And it only took them eighty something years to finally get it right. Yeah. They know who's on first though. I know I know you've seen that picture. 
Uh, possibly. Japanese baseball player whose last name is Who staying oh. on first base. <laughs> yeah. But, H-U. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that was a good bit. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, no, I would agree. Abbott and Costello. I would choose Abbott and Costello over the Three Stooges any day of the week. Which, I mean, I've always been a fan of older, older TV shows anyways. Like, used to love I Love Lucy back in the day. Where... Ricky Ricardo never said, you got some splaining to do. And uh, Happy Days was also really good. Yeah, yeah, I liked Happy Days. The Monsters. Oh, I Dude, fucking loved the Monsters. Used to love the show that... Uh, the fucking... Um, Dick, I, Dick Van Dyke show. Used to love that shit. I never was a fan of the Dick Van Dyke show. Now, But I never really liked him in Mary Poppins either. See, I liked the Dick Van Dyke show. But I did not like Mary Tyler Moore. I didn't like that show. No, no. Same actress. Yeah. From the yeah. Dick Van Dyke show. Just could not stand that. Didn't like Laverne and Shirley either. No, not so much. Even though that was like a Happy Day spinoff. I don't remember that being a Happy Day spinoff. Oh, yeah. Laverne and Shirley were in Happy Days. The first time you ever see Laverne and Shirley is in a Happy Days episode at that at Arnold's. They come there with like the thons. And uh I guess they people like their character so much they wanted more of them. Hmm. So you get Laverne and Shirley. Well. You still need to watch Major Dad. <sighs> I mean you said you like older shows. That's not old enough. I'm talking black and white here. Happy Days wasn't black and white. When it first started, it was. Laverne and Shirley wasn't black and white. I didn't watch Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> I didn't like Laverne <laughs> and Shirley. Nice try, motherfucker. <laughs> and the monsters, black and white when it first started. Like, they didn't get color till I think, their last season. I still... The guy that plays Eddie Munster. Yeah, I can't remember his name. You know, he was the judge in... Um, my cousin Vinny. Yeah. And he was also the old man that lived across the road in Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. The original Pet Cemetery. Yeah. But I still have to say, my cousin Vinny is probably my favorite role of his. Like every time I see him now, I don't even associate him with Eddie Munster. I associate him with the judge from My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, I could see that. Pretty good movie. It was. I think I just like. What what word was that? To what? <laughs> Did you say two utes? Two utes. <laughs> the two utes before you. Oh, <laughs> uh, the two what? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess uh what's your what's your favorite uh Pesci role? Oh god. Oh Jesus. That's a tough one cuz he's been in so many good movies. Yeah. Um, I would probably have to say it's a toss-up between Goodfellas and Home Alone. Really? Yeah. With eight heads and a duffel bag and a close second. See, mine is the super. One of his lesser-known roles. Do you, do you even know what that one's about? I do not. So in the in the movie The Super, his dad, 
uh, is a rich dude that owns buildings in, I think, like New York or something. Right. And so on, for one of his birthdays, uh, he gives his son, Joe Pesci, a building. Okay. And he's basically a slumlord. Okay. So then all the tenants in the building, uh, they go to, they go to like the courts and they sue him because he's a slumlord. And so the fucking judge sentences him to live in his own building until it's up to code. Fucking hilarious movie. Mm. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. No, like I said, um, toss up between Goodfellas and Home Alone for number one. Eight heads in a duffel bag in a close second. Uh, which, I mean, The Irishman was good, too. Have you watched The Irishman yet? No, and it's mostly because... You ain't got three hours? No, I've got long. three hours. That movie's long as shit. No, I've got three hours. Um, no, it's mostly because of De Niro. Um, not a huge De Niro fan. Um, I haven't ever really been a huge De Niro fan, but he was decent. The Irishman. Yeah. Um, Pacino. Yeah. Yeah. Old Pacino. Old Pacino. Now that man. Hua. I mean, that man is a phenomenal. The two actors on my list that I say are like the pentultimate. Yeah. They're like the top of the top. Al Pacino. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is good. Hannibal Lecter. Don't care what he plays, he will always be Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah. Al Pacino. Don't care what he plays, he will always be Michael Corleone. Yeah. Ow. Or Serpico. Serpico. <laughs> Oh, man. Good movies. Those are great movies. And now I want to watch movies. Like, I'm going to go watch movies or not. No, we need to play Call of Duty. I got. I want to see Don't Breathe 2. No. I, you, I have this thing where I just, I don't watch, quote unquote, horror films anymore. Uh, it's not really supposed to be a horror film. Like, they're just, they're, they're, for one, they're too predictable. And there's, when they're predictable, they're they're not enjoyable. Oh man, my favorite thing uh, back before I got married to my ex now ex wife mm-hmm. when we were just dating, uh, the movie Insidious had just come out. It was an okay movie, and she was like, "You've got to watch Insidious with me. It's like the scariest movie ever." And I was like, "Okay, I like scary movies because I do like scary movies." Yeah, and so we sit down to watch Insidious. <laughs> And she's fucking, like, climbing under me at every jump scare. And I'm laughing my fucking ass off the whole movie. It's yeah. the fucking corniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, this is what passes for scary now. Yeah. You know, um, my ex, when I was living in South Carolina, um, I was getting real big into, like, the, the ghost hunting and stuff at the time because there's a whole lot of paranormal history where I was at in South Carolina. And the movie Paranormal Activity came out. Yeah. You know, they were they were starting to build off of the, the found footage like Blair Witch Project. Which was so fake. So, Paranormal Activity comes out. 
Also fake. And she was at the PX and she was like, hey, they've got paranormal activity here. First and foremost, shopping at the PX is not like it used to be where it was cheaper to shop at the PX than it was to shop out in town. Yeah. Shopping at a PX now is like shopping at a fucking Best Buy when it comes to like movies and electronics and shit. You pay fucking twice as much. So I told her, I was like, we're going to rent the movie first. And then we will decide if we want to buy it. I've never bought a paranormal activity movie. She wound up buying it anyway. Oh, that was a, that was a mistake. Now at the start of the movie, doesn't really have much of a DVD menu per se. Yeah. But it asks you if you want to play the theatrical version or the alternate ending version. Okay, well, I haven't seen it, so we're just going to fuck it. Theatrical version. Halfway through the movie, she looks at me and she goes, did this really happen? No. And I look over at her and I was like, do you, do you not remember that menu that had me pick the theatrical or the alternate ending version? Yeah, it really happened. But she didn't like the way she killed the guy the first time. So she brought him back to life and went back through everything again just so she could change how she killed him in the end. Yeah, it makes sense. Demons can time travel, man. I know, right? And they can bring people they can bring people back to life, apparently. That's how it works, man. I don't I don't make the rules. No, no. But yeah, no, I don't I don't do the scary movies anymore because like they've become too predictable. Like woman standing in the kitchen and she's been hearing noises throughout the house and she walks into the kitchen and everything is dead silent there's no background music there's no audio there's nothing it's just dead silence and the camera pans around and then it zooms in on her face and then all of a sudden it explodes to a wide shot right as all of the fucking cabinets open up just boom. Yeah. It's like you can see that shit coming. Oh, yeah. Now, I will say the last uh, Conjuring movie, The Devil Made Me Do, it was actually pretty decent. <sighs> <clears throat> All right. So I was really excited when the first Conjuring movie came out because as somebody who has been part of the paranormal world, done ghost hunts at actual haunted locations and stuff like that. Um, I have read a lot about the Warrens. Yeah. And when the first movie came out, like, oh, cool. They're doing a movie about Ed and Lorraine Warren. This is going to be good. And it was a good movie. But knowing what I know about that actual event and then seeing what they did in the movie... It's just like n- no, you're 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 churching it up too much. Uh, see that the 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 devil made me do it was my favorite thing about those movies is when they play the actual audio. Yes, at the end, and you're like, all right, it's fucking creepy. Yeah, <laughs> like um, the second movie. Yeah, same thing. I've read that story of what actually happened. I've heard the actual audio of what actually happened. But, you know, the whole thing of 
her coming in at the last minute and saving her husband's life from the demon and everything. That's some fucking Hollywood bullshit. Same thing they did in the Conjuring. Like, Conjuring 3, the devil made me do it. It started out real good. And then it went way too fucking Hollywood. Uh, yeah. But, uh, we'll see. The thing I don't get is, like, why they feel like they have to change things. I mean, I guess they got to make it more exciting. Like Annabelle, for example. Wrong doll. Annabelle is a raggedy Ann doll. Yep. Always has been. Always will be. It's not a fucking porcelain, porcelain doll. No. It is, if you go to the Ed and Lorraine Museum, you will not see a porcelain doll. No, it is a raggedy Ann doll. You will see a raggedy Ann doll, and apparently that bitch is fucking crazy. There is a picture of Lorraine Warren holding the doll. And they even brought, you know, Zach Bagans has his occult museum from Ghost Adventures and everything. And they actually brought the Annabelle doll from the Warren's Occult Museum to Zach's Paranormal Museum. Yeah. And they did a show about it. And, you know, you're not supposed to touch the doll and all this other stuff. And Zach touched the doll. Wasn't even really a touch. It was like a brush. Yeah, and now he's got a demon in his ass. Yeah, you know. Have you actually watched? Have you watched the new Conjuring yet? Yes. <laughs> so, okay, let me. I'm, I'm just gonna throw this out here. If I am in a room or a house, even with a little eight year old boy that has just done a back bend that some Olympic gold medalist would be fucking impressed by yeah spun his entire goddamn body around looked at me smiled and said something really creepy i'm not then gonna grab said boy and say take me instead fuck that have that little motherfucker you already got him yeah that was that was a complete throwback to the exorcist yeah like no fuck that you got him you can have him i ain't got a dog in this fucking pot yeah that was a complete throwback to the exorcist when they were doing the exorcism on reagan and the priest grabbed her take me instead and he gets possessed and he throws himself out the window and down the stairs yeah there's there's just no, no fucking way (laughs) <laughs> I was like, no. I was watching that and I was like, are you fucking stupid? Because he's going to listen. Like, I want to see. And, you know, they touch on it in all the, you know, they, they'll touch on one of the Warren's cases at the start of a movie. But then the rest of the movie is about a totally different case. The second movie, they start off with the Amityville horror. The Amityville incident. And that... Like, I want to see them do a Conjuring movie about the Amityville incident. Dude, Amityville's, man, that was a fucked up one. Like, have you seen the pictures from it? No. Like, the actual case pictures from the Warren's file on Amityville? No. Let me get this pulled up for you, because this is going to fucking <laughs> freak you the fuck out. Like, Amityville was a, it was a fucked up situation to begin with anyway. Oh. But did you like the Ryan Reynolds remake of that one? (laughs) Uh, You know, it was okay. Uh, uh, All right. And here we go. Now, supposedly, 
Now, this is this is an unaltered photo. Supposedly, you know, this occurred after the uh, the murders and everything. Yeah, sure. Little, 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 little demon child. Yeah. That doesn't look too demonic, really. Just kind of ghosty. Yeah, supposedly, that is one of the boys that Ronald DeFeo Jr. murdered. And yeah. one of his little brothers. Bears a striking resemblance. Yes. Those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Google the Amityville ghost boy picture. I still want to stay a night in the Lizzie Borden house. Mm. Are you really into ghost hunting and shit like that? Like actually wanting to check out haunted locations? I don't want to, I just want to stay a night in the Lizzie Borden house. Like, I think that'd be cool. It's a cool piece of American history. Okay, have you ever stayed in a haunted locale? Like, have you ever been to an actual haunted locale? I'm not talking about, like, a Halloween fucking Powell Vegas kind of thing where they jump scare and all that shit. Oh, I've been in places that were haunted. Never investigated, but I've been in places that were haunted. You need to go on an investigation with me. I mean, I could, but then I had to, like, be that guy. Because I'm that guy. Describe that guy. I'm that guy that's like, move that shit. You won't, little bitch. And then I get fucking my throat slip out of a goddamn piece of glass that flies across the room. And I'm like, all right, fucking, you win. So, I have been that guy. I'm fucking that guy, man. (laughs) I have been that guy. Not far from here is the old South Pittsburgh Hospital. Truth. I went up there one time. I was trying to get a job with uh, Ghost Hunts USA. They're an entertainment company that leads paranormal investigations through all of these haunted locations. Yes. And I went up there as kind of like a trial run with them. So, you know, one of the things they were telling me is like, you know, sometimes you'll go to a location and it's not going to be very active and you got to keep the people entertained. Well, I've been to Old South Pittsburgh Hospital like six times. Yeah. I know how to stir some shit up in that place. So, um, Chad Lindbergh is associated with this group. You would know him from um, Fast and the Furious, the first one. Yeah. And they took a picture of him there during an investigation, and there's this figure standing behind him downstairs in what they call the chapel yeah because it's got all these church pews and everything and it actually when it was an active hospital back in the day it was an actual tb ward yeah so we're sitting down in the chapel and i have this program on my laptop called phasma box it works on the same principle as an ovilus yeah the ovilus uh, or not the, uh, not the obelisk, the SB7. <coughs> the SB7 rapidly scans through radio frequencies and generates white noise. Yeah. And you can pick up voices coming through the white noise. Yeah. Phasma Box operates on the same principle, but... And I can already hear people listening out there, if you're still listening at this point. 
Um, I can hear people out there saying, oh, well, it's connected to the internet and there's someone on the other end, yada, yada. No. There is no Wi-Fi in this hospital. This is an abandoned hospital. It's no longer an active hospital. It's now a paranormal hunting site. I don't think it has been since, like, what, the 80s? Mm, 90s. I think 96 was when it <laughs> shut down. I think my grandmother used to work there. So... We're downstairs in the chapel. I've got the Phasma box running. And we're getting these voices that are coming through. And we're getting intelligent responses. Well, been kind of dull throughout the night. And people are kind of starting to fade off and go to sleep. So I'm using this opportunity to prod the bull. We had this one voice come through. And it was this kind of low, growly voice. When I asked what its name was, you know what it said? What? Beelzebub. Liar. (laughs) Yeah, first and foremost, uh, the devil would not name himself. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just, okay. So you're, you're claiming to be the devil. And these voices are now starting to yell at us. And I'm going drill instructor. I'm like, don't fucking yell at me. I'll fucking yell at your ass back. You want to talk? We'll talk. But right now, I want to talk to this motherfucker that's claiming to be the devil. Just prodding the bull. Just poking him. And I, uh, I I asked something. And trying to provokes something to happen and this female voice comes through oh so you're 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 telling me satan's a woman is that what you're telling me and someone else asks something and this voice yells through so i yelled back at it i said stop yelling and right at that time i heard the most blood-curdling sound come through that speaker that I've ever heard. It was like this hissing, growling yell. It's like <laughs> that came through and I was just like, oh shit, I didn't piss something off. <laughs> Congratulations, you're haunted forever. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We're gonna file that one. Uh yeah, let me check notes. Yep. That's an oopsie poopsie. <laughs> um, yeah, there has I have had some shit happen in that damn hospital. Like the very first time I ever investigated there, we're up on the third floor. The layout of the third floor, once you get up onto the floor itself, it's kind of like a lowercase h. You come through the doorway, you can go straight ahead or turn to the left down this first hallway. And that's where the three operating rooms are. If you don't turn left and you go straight, you go through another set of double doors. And then you're at a T intersection. To your left is the maternity ward. And to your right is the psych ward. Mm -hmm. And the only thing separating the psych ward from the maternity ward is a nurse's station right there in the center of that T. Yeah. So we're sitting on the floor in the maternity ward. Ew, that's dirty. 
and we're doing an EVP session. I have this audio on one of my hard drives at the house. I think you showed me this audio. You can, and we could not only hear it, we could feel it. What sounded like a gurney rolling across the floor. And I'm, like I said, we're sitting on the floor. We can feel the vibrations in the floor from whatever this is. And it sounds like a gurney being rolled into the operating room. So, of course, we move into the operating room and we start an EVP session there. You know, maybe we're going to catch something residual, like a residual surgery going on or something. Um, seeing shadow figures, been touched, been pushed. Huh, you got pushed by a ghost. Um, there's a hallway. Like, this hospital was a one-stop shop. Yeah. It was a hospital, it was an ICU, it was an OR, had an emergency room, had a general practitioner's office. Yeah. Even had a dentist office. If you go down the hallway where the general practitioner's offices are, um, we, for one, they call it the shadow hallway. Mm-hmm. Never seen any shadows in there, but very active as far as sounds like you can be standing at the end of the hallway and just ask a question, you know, and it's gotta be like a yes or no, you know, knock once for yes, twice for no kind of thing, but you will get responses. You know, do you like us being here? If you like us being here, knock. If you don't, don't knock. Or if you don't want us to be here, knock, whatever the case is. And you will get responses. I kind of want to go there and ask it questions, but only questions that come from song lyrics. Such as? Like, case in point, knock once for yes, twice for no. If I get knocked down, will I get up again? (laughs) Just... I'm that guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'll have to take you up there sometime. <laughs> and if I get two knocks, I'm going to be like, well, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> That's how that conversation is going to end. And next then you're gonna ghost. Get, and then you're going to get knocked down and impaled on something in the floor. Yeah, well, and next ghost, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you no more. You said I wasn't getting back up. You're oh, an asshole. man. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to take you up there sometime. And it's not far from here. It's like forty-five minutes. Yeah, I mean, you go I, up the Hanger and take that. forty down the mountain. Yeah, I've probably been past it. Mm, like, have you actually driven through South? Pit- like, gotten off of the highway and gone into South Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. So a time or twelve. It's you get off the highway. You're going through like the downtown portion of South Pittsburgh and everything. Get past the downtown portion. There's like a gas station on the right-hand side. Yeah. Turn up that road beside the gas station. The hospital's like two blocks down the street. I'm pretty sure my grandmother worked there at some point because she was a nurse in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. So, and she used to work in South Pittsburgh. It's highly possible then. So, I'm thinking she probably used to work there because she would bounce back and forth. She would work at South Pittsburgh for a while, then she would go work nursing homes in Scottsboro. So yeah, highly possible then, because uh, they also had like a geriatric ward. And, yeah. So I'm thinking she 
probably worked there at some point. You should ask her sometime. Might have to do that. You should ask her sometimes. She's probably experienced some shit. It's possible. But she sees shit all the time, though. Like, Are you saying she's senile? No, no. Like, she's always seen stuff. Like, I'll have to show you the statue um, one day when it's light out. And you can actually see the all the statues that are around the house that my grandmother's uh-huh. bought. She has this one... It's like a, it looks like a bronze looking statue and it's just a woman kind of standing there like this. Right. Like hands on her face. Like she's kind of like she's sleeping, but standing up and at her, I, you never went to her old house over in Santillian and no, no. you know where Santillian's at right behind Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she lived over there <coughs> and that statue sat on this little brick right outside her bathroom window. Okay. And she said that several times she would turn around that statue would be staring at her. And I was like, well, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. Like, she sees shit like that all the time. Mm. And this was like, this was years ago. I might have to have a chat with your grandmother. Like, like they said that her and I think um, her sister Louise were born under the veil. And I can't remember what that means. But it's supposed to mean like something like you're in tune with spirits and you see shit. We'll look into it at the end of the show. Um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. We're I think we've rambled enough. God have we. <laughs> like we started with not guilty and now we're on ghosts. Yeah, usually we ramble for a little bit and then we get into the show. Yeah. And then we ramble some more. Yeah. Well, not tonight. No, not tonight. This time you get if you're still listening at this point, you know, for one, good, good on, on you. <laughs> you're a true fan. We appreciate it. Fucking trooper. Um, yeah, um, we're going to start doing our sign off real quick and as promised, we're going to go ahead and play our ads right now. So we'll be back here in just a minute. Two Beards Talking is proudly sponsored by Toolman Tactical. Owned and operated in Alabama, Toolman Tactical offers quality polymer AR-15 and Glock magazines at affordable prices. With anti-tilt followers, the AR-15 magazines hold a true 32 rounds, while the Glock magazines hold 35 9mm rounds. Visit ToolmanTactical.com today and use code TBT30 to get 30% off your order. With $3 flat rate shipping, the more you buy, the more you save. New to podcasting and need episode ideas? Already have a show and looking for more engagement from guests? Check out Poddex. Poddex are decks of cards designed for new and current podcasters. Interview questions, episode ideas, would you rather, and so much more. Visit poddex.com today and use code BEARDS10 to get 10% off your order of any physical deck of cards. Offer not eligible for digital content. Order your Poddex today. And we're back. Yeah, just a hair under two hours. Yeah, just so we can go ahead and sign off. <laughs> I, I, one thing. I, I had an Uh-oh. idea. Alabama, goodbye. I had, no, I, it's not going to take long, but I did have an idea. I think once a month or maybe once every two months, we should take a break from the news, do a paranormal show. Just talk about I crazy like paranormal that. events. Just like look up some articles and shit and read about paranormal events. Or... We could start doing our own little paranormal investigations and then talk about it on the show. We could do that, but that, man, that involves time. <laughs> and I hardly I mean, have. It involves like one night. 
yeah, I usually don't have one night. You know, we do it on like a Friday night and then do the show on Saturday. But yeah, I think like once a month or maybe once every two months, we should do like a paranormal show. Talk about strange happenings. Even if we talk about strange happenings from our area. Yeah. Like Matheny's Bridge. Oh, God, no. Or some, no, some uh, of the okay, other stuff. Okay, so the Matheny's Bridge, like... That's that's nothing more than a fucking urban legend, and just about every I, small I like town that urban has, legends. Yeah, though. but just about every small town that has a fucking bridge has that damn story. Well, there's several from Matheny's. Um, I'll have to look them up, but there's several different stories. You know, like hearing the fucking baby crying down uh, the river. It's and, not so much as hearing it; like people have said they saw it. They said they saw a bassinet going down the creek. I don't know if I believe it or not. Okay, for one, Matheny's is a large dump site for meth products. Yeah, or but supplies rather. But they've been there's been reports of that story since before meth was a thing around here. I don't know. Like I said, that's still uh, that's that's an urban legend. But there, there there's a lot of things in our area even. Now there is, and I'll talk on this briefly, and we can cover it more at length later. Someone was telling me about this. There's a house in Rainsville, yeah, where the guy, like when he was a kid, he knew the family that lived there, and like the kids rode the bus with him and everything. And one day, this family just like up and vanished, yeah, and like. It was like they were in the middle of setting the table for dinner and everything, and they just up and fucking vanished. No one knows where the hell they went. Russian spies. Maybe. Who knows? But, like, there was still stuff left out on the table. Like, they were getting ready for dinner and everything. Just They just up and left everything. Yeah, there was a house. Uh, you remember where Kurt Bryant used to live? Yeah. There was a house down there somewhere. I can't remember exactly. It's been torn down now. Probably one of the most haunted fucking places I've ever been to in my life. Like that place was fucking crazy. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I like it. I think we'll uh we'll do that for sure. And we'll definitely uh yeah, we're definitely gonna do some paranormal <laughs> investigations of our own. Give me a reason to break out my night vision camera and all that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'll put night vision on my gun. I mean, I'll put night vision camera on too. Yeah. Mm-mm. Get the nods. <laughs> I've got nods. Yeah, but I'll, I'll put them on a helmet. Flip them bad boys down. I mean, that's basically what these are designed for. Yeah, but you won't have an AR-15. <laughs> I will. Oh, my God. I just got to find that laser that they did in the fucking scary movie too, so I can shoot the ghost. <laughs> I'm, uh, that, I'm that guy yeah you're that guy hey we cracked two hours we can shut the fuck up now <laughs> that was my goal uh, <laughs> we were so fucking close i'm like we're hitting two hours damn it oh man again a big shout out to the troops to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front we appreciate everything y'all are doing for us keep up the good work come home safe we're all rooting for you here back home don't forget to check out poddex.com <laughs> Pick up your physical deck of cards. Use code BEARDS10 to get 10% off of your order. And toolmantactical.com for your happy sticks. And AR-15 magazine accessories. Yes, sir. 
Use code TBT30 to get 30% off of your order with $3 flat rate shipping. That's fucking cheap. That is cheap. You ain't beating that. No, not with a... You couldn't beat it with a baseball bat. Nope, probably not. Too wiry. Get out of the way. <laughs> weary. <laughs> He's weary. The only thing you can tell me about my... His goddamn kicker's fucking wiry. No, no he's wiry. <laughs> he's wiry. What the shit is wiry? <laughs> weird dirt. Weird dirt. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Love the replacements. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, God. Well, that's a good place to leave it right there. Yes, sir. Loving the replacements. Yes, sir. This has been Two Beards Talking, coming to you live from good old Fort Payne, Alabama. Yes, sir. Or Sylvania, however you want to look at it. I eh, flipped a coin. Fuck it, why not? I'm Daniel Sanders. And I'm Matt Lasseter. Thanks for listening, everybody.